rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, Mozart is a celebration, bitches. Naheim, I wish for you 100 years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast the crime. Number one, D-boy, shame you can rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Killing, I'm killing this ice. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Tricks is on the house. Still waiting for a big smile out of you. You're up 2 0. What's the story? Are you not happy or you're only half happy or? Still to be happy about. You're up 2 0. Job's not finished. Job finished. Hey! Hey, 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 told hey, y'all niggas I was gonna hey, keep it street, hey, nigga. Hey, Throw hey, motivation hey, one on one, man. Hey, you already know what it is. Hey, hey, hey let's hey, get it. It's young children from the bottom of the map. Got a 50 round clip on the bottom of the strap. Hey, 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 hey you already know what time hey, it is. Hey, get your hoods up, you say. Hey, I do it for the trappers with the, the, the rocks. Hey, them OG niggas with the, the, the Five miles on my jock, you heard me, yeah, yeah. I spent 60 on a watch, she call me Dada. I might fuck her on the couch and tell her bye bye. I might smash her on the couch and tell her bye bye. Five miles on my jock, you heard me, yeah, yeah. I spent 80 on the watch, she call me Dada. I might smash her on the couch and tell her bye bye. I might smash your home DJ and count and tell the I was cooking up an ounce until it dry dry. I be stacking up this paper till it dry right. I can tell she had a toe, she gave me side eye. Told that bitch don't wait no time to give me five five. When they give it up, this quick, nigga, why try? Got a girl and made a switch, call him bye-bye. We just turned and made a flick, you need a shot out. Poppin' tags and smoke kush, that's that line line. 80 on the watch, but don't know why, why. I made it off the block when niggas died, die. 2,000 for some trousers when I fly, fly. I pull it out the bottle and get sky high. My on my jock, you heard me, yeah, yeah. I spent 60 on the watch, she call me die, die. I might fuck her on the couch and tell her bye-bye. I might smash her on the couch and tell her bye-bye. Fuck me 
good girl, you can get a purse. Give me one single, let me eat their perk. Lost three pass, but it could have been passed, 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 but it could have been one. All right. Hello, world. Uh, welcome to another episode of Model Talks, a safe place for keeping it player, where we keep it kosher every time, all the time. Uh, it's another week of, you know, irrelevant, irrelevant thoughts, deep dives, keep player advice. You know, player. Real shit, you know what I'm saying? It's the boy SL, at, a.k.a. At CEO to my name. We'll go, go into that later. Oh. But, uh, you know, Fuck it's the shit. boy. It's the boy T Mac on the other other side of the camera. How you yes, doing, sir. boy? I'm good, man. You know what I'm saying still black, still holding it down. Understand? I'm good. Back, you had a good week, man. You know what I'm saying? You. Oh, uh, was, yeah. was a good week, man. I I ate pretty clean. You know what I'm saying? Uh, still trying to become a, a sex symbol. Yeah, so my. Still on my journey, you know what I'm saying? I want to be up there with Prince, you know, when it comes to how how people look at me. So I had a good week moving towards that goal. <laughs> I respect that, you know. Uh, that's always been my my uh, assertions or whatever. Aspiration is to be a sex symbol. You know, Bro, it's, it's, it's a slow process for me, but, you know, it's It's, it's been a tough week for sex symbols, though. That's kind of crazy, though. You seen what happened to that man Trey Songs? Yeah, I tweeted. There's something off with these niggas in R and B, and we thought rap niggas were the ones that were OD. Nah, these oh, yeah, R&B. Artists, bro. R and B niggas, R and B niggas for show got like a love. They have they have to have a level of freaky to them because they're singing about sex so much that like I had a homegirl and she used to say like we was listening to Trey Songs. She was like, yo, this nigga can't not fuck good singing like this. Like if you ain't got if you can't go in a lot of different bags in the bedroom, you can't be singing about the neighbors know my name and shit. You know what I'm saying? You can't do that. So, and and look at R. Kelly to to, to talk to not to compare the two, but there has been comparisons between the two musically in the past. Trey songs R. Kelly that that nigga has some of the nastiest, sexiest songs of all time, and we see how he get down. Yeah, uh, there's something chemically off R and B niggas. I mean you. He said, Trey, Trey been in the news for na- allegedly nasty things. Uh, you know, the Browns, Chris Brown, Bobby Brown, James oh. Brown, all of them have been chemically who's off. The, who's the third Brown that you said? James Brown. James, oh yeah, James Brown. <laughs> that nigga was, yeah, he was very, very toxic. Oh, Robert, he's, uh, he's, you know, the king of nasty niggas. Yo, to talk, you know there's a free R. Kelly protest going on? Yes, yes I do. And it's all aunties. Listen, that nigga said... <laughs> what? That what? Nigga he thanks to them women for 20 years, bro. They are in love with that nigga, bro. Right, he told nigga, he told these aunties to wipe his tongue. He said, wipe my tongue. Why you gonna wipe my tongue? He said, wipe my tongue. I seen that video, he was overseas. He's like, you want to come to America? <laughs> you want to come to him. Someone like, said whatever he did, he did he did that shit. He did he said, that shit. That nigga is different, different breed, bro. But these like, RB niggas are a different breed, bro. Yeah, we gotta do an evaluation. If anybody I know wants to be an RB nigga, we're gonna have to just do a quick, you know, mental health check on you, make sure you are right, because 
they're likely to go off at some time. I think there's like, all right, so this is what I think. So rap niggas, they already, they go, they're, they're, if you're a rap nigga, you already live in this world of like, I'm a tough guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's going to fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? I still get bitches or whatever, but these niggas ain't shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm a tough nigga. But like, R&B niggas, I feel like they have to be extra tough or portray themselves to be extra tough because people think R&B niggas are sweet. Mm-hmm. And so they think R&B niggas are more gangster than rap niggas. That's a I'm fact. Saying. Listen, it's more it's more R&B niggas that have shot niggas than rap niggas, I bet. Like, yes. R&B, niggas, R&B niggas are very thorough. Uh, this is very true. So, I think that's the problem. It's like little man syndrome. And a lot of these R&B niggas are kind of short besides like you know Chris Brown and shit like that like all these R&B niggas is short Jaquise is short and they have like short tempers yeah short niggas short temper Brian McKnight is pretty tall I heard Um, oh okay do you think do you think it's a prerequisite of pissing on bitches to become an R&B star cause cause somebody said the the shorty even though we not giving her a lot of shine she said Trey pissed on her I mean, that's not the worst thing I've heard people do. Like, I heard people get shitted on. So, um, if that's his thing, and if it's with consent, she said no consent. If, but if a nigga tell you to get in the tub, yeah, you gotta know what the fuck going on. You gotta know something about to happen. <laughs> like either, because the only time that I guess you you get in the shower is either to clean off, like after sex, to clean off. But if you if he tell you to get in and he going with, you got to know something about it happened. Yeah, he about to give you that golden shower, shorty. And I think I've said on this podcast before, like I had um someone talk about, I had a conversation with some uh, a, a person and they were talking about getting pissed on. And you don't have to answer this question, but I seriously contemplated, like, how would I feel about pissing on somebody? <laughs> I, I'm not gonna say the verdict, but I just I had a contemplation. I can't get down with that. That's like a level of that's a level of uh, like degrading that I just can't get down with. Like you gotta really think that person is the lowest of the low. But see, but see on you're looking at it through that lens, and I look at it like this, right? When you having sex, right? Like people, we. We're we're, we're 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 playing with each other, right? We're putting things in places and we're touching things and shit. We touch places on each other that we like, I don't know how it's gonna feel, but let's see how it feels. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like yes. I'm like shit, let me put let me put my dick let me put my dick on, on your on your cheek. How does it feel on your cheek? Do you, like we uh-huh. Chris, you put your penis in weird places. You don't just put your penis in the vagina. Uh-huh. You slap it places, you yeah. touch, you know what I'm saying? So in the under the guy and then also we're internet babies which we'll get to later on in the show um so we've been we've seen a lot of images of people doing weird things on camera sexually pornography i mean like uh, that. Well, the, well i don't know if you saw it but like my first real like this shit is nuts experience on the internet was two girls one cup i've seen two girls have i've seen two girls one cup. have you seen ever one guy one cup <laughs> That's where my mind has been scarred. People, I'm not recommending anyone go watch it, but there's a video called One Guy, One Cup, and it will fuck your life up. It will, it fucks your brain up. That's neither here nor there. We're not talking about that. But yes, one, two girls, one cup, 
it 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 desensitizes you. Like you, once you see that, you can't unsee it. Yeah. Right. You you still have images in your brain till this day, Briss, of that video. Yeah. On this weird and there's nothing you could do to get them out. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you gotta go to therapy or some shit. You know what I'm saying? That like, still ain't gonna get them images out, bro. That bro. I was That's too young to be watching that shit. I was way too young to be watching We that all shit. were too young. In the internet, we saw a lot of things we weren't supposed to see. Until this day, things have been normalized. So I'm just talking about when it comes to pissing on people, just to stay focused. <laughs> We've seen a lot of things done under the guise of sexuality on camera that are stuck in our brain. So people exploring their sexuality, they go a lot of different places. Listen, I live, across, I live, I live up the corner from a, a sex club. And I don't want to think about all the things that goes on in that place. You know what? You're right. Because, you know, I can't. I don't judge. I, I try not to judge. So I can't judge anybody if they like getting pissed on. Exactly, so. bro. Listen, we all have our kinks. And I don't think all of it is degrading. I also I think that some of it is just like people searching for sensations. You know what I'm saying? And different sensations, different feelings. I, I don't know, bro. It's, it's, it's levels to this shit, you know? My, my freak brag has grown as I've gotten older. There's things that I do at 29 that I wouldn't even think about at 22. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Have you seen that video? Uh, speaking of that, like growing your freak back growing. Have you seen that video circling on uh, Twitter about a nigga was like uh, telling like he don't kiss bitches when he's having sex? He don't kiss them? Yeah. Like he don't like kiss, he don't like kissing bitches when he have sex. Nah, I didn't see that. So there's this video and it looks like it's just like two niggas that just talking like I guess on a podcast type of thing and uh they're talking about like kissing girls and he was like he had that real young nigga mindset like how we had growing up like yo I don't kiss these bitches uh, especially like if it's a random jump taking home for the night I ain't kissing her and he's like and the other guy was like confused he's like well how do you have sex like you don't kiss at all during sex and I was like wow my freak back has really grown because I had that same mentality when I was younger, like, I ain't kissing none of these bitches out here. But then I also realized, like, at 29, 28, 29, I'm like, yo, I like kissing bitches. Like, <laughs> there you go, bro. I like, I was like, when I thought about when I looked at my lifestyle, like, back then, I said, I was a perper because I said I didn't like kissing these bitches, but I actually did like kissing like these bitches. bitches. <laughs> and I think it's I was like, that's how you get it popping. Listen. A kiss is the first step to intimacy. Like, what do you have? What do you do? Well, most time, your your girl, like before you fuck somebody, most of the time you kiss them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's 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 a ladder that leads to sex. Yeah. And um, but I think that means you know where that mentality come from. Niggas like yo, I don't know what these bitches doing. She could have just left sucking dick. Da, yeah. da, da, you know what I'm saying? But really, bro, you're 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 putting your dick inside of her. Whatever, if, especially if you do it without protection, which a lot of niggas do. Whatever she got, you got. Yeah. So, what's a fucking kiss? But uh, I, I do, I like kissing. I, I like kissing too. But yeah. I think it's just about, you gotta discern who you kissing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, is, yeah. I get what he was, I get like, I, like I said, I get what he's saying in the sense of you don't know what people got, right? But I also think it's like a young nigga mentality. Plus it's probably, how we grew up, we listened to a lot of Wayne and Dipset and shit like that, saying like, 
we don't kiss none of these bitches. We don't kiss a thigh. We don't eat bitches out, shit like that. So like, it's also like a pro- product of his environment. For sure. But, but I also will admit that I am a perper because I was kissing bitches at. You was perping, man. You said you said, man, I don't kiss these bitches, but you was like, I want to kiss that bitch. I would if there was. If, King, if we catch a vibe in the club. You don't want to go, listen, you don't want to go full-blown anything. We said this on this podcast. You don't want to just be a serial kisser. Oh, I'm not a serial kisser, but... I went out I went out with my homegirl from my job a few years ago, and she brought one of her friends with her, and it was a white girl. And she she met this random dude in the club, and he started making out with him in the club. I was like, oh, that's white people shit. Oh, that is white people shit. She didn't even get the dude number. She never going to see this nigga again. I was like, so what is the purpose of you making out with him? But, you know, white people, they make out. They'll make out. They ready to tongue somebody down. Yeah, I learned that in high school. But see, but also, there is a lane to where, like, shit, listen, if I want to kiss a joint in the mouth, I'm going to kiss her in the mouth. You know what I'm saying? If your lips look good, baby, I I was most likely to kiss you. Let's go. As a matter of fact, I'm going to tell another story. At your 29th birthday party, I was completely single then. (laughs) (laughs) Um... We was at the club and there was a girl and listen, I was lit. We started drinking some Martell. I was lit. Yeah. And somehow, I don't know, she's twerking on me. And I remember this is probably the last memory I had that night. <laughs> I was in her ear. I was like, yo, I want to kiss you right now. <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and that turned her off though. Like she wasn't fucking with me after I said that. And I was uh. like, in that moment, like, listen, first of all, you're grinding your butt cheeks on my semi-erect penis. Because I was semi-erect. Uh-huh. And all I wanted to do, and, and when I get really drunk, I like to get intimate. And I was like, yo. And I didn't say, can I kiss you? I think I just said, yo, I really want to kiss you. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then and, and all the next thing I know, we was kissing, kicking them out the section. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad at the shot. I'm not mad at the shot, man. Because, look, I was feeling my feelings, and I wanted to do it, <laughs> and I asked for consent. I didn't get consent, and it, but it, but I remember that her reaction was not a positive one. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a stigma just kissing random people. And I don't think you should kiss random people, but shit, if you, yeah. feel, something, if you feel something in your heart, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm if saying. you feel something in your, in your loins. That's what I'm saying. Like, with consent, we got one life to live, baby. And if And if... You and another person that you are vibing with, and you feel the the moment is right. I say, kiss. You know, get that consent. Like, can I kiss you right now? Like, well, you know, whatever. Some whatever player way you think is gonna get the shot off. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and get that shot off, and fuck it. Deal with the rep. Deal with deal with the replica. Whatever happens later. Yeah, man, but. Be safe. I think it really just comes down to, I guess, this is not how we really were supposed to start the podcast. <laughs> but it's like, I think it's really about you do need to be choosy with who you do things with, period. So you should be picky enough to that. I'm picky enough and, I, and yes. my discernment is good enough that, oh, if I chose her, I'm comfortable enough to kiss her in the mouth. You know what I'm saying? And shit, let everybody, mm-hmm. everybody is nasty in some type of way. And all you people that's judging people, you, you you just listen. You ain't that nasty, so I'm not here. I'm not here to judge trade for no, anybody judging it. Anybody judging is probably nastier. Exactly. And, 
Because it's always the one that's nasty as hell that be trying to say, well, why are you doing that? But then you you get behind clothes with their ass and they and they and they pulling out a whole black bag of shit. Yeah. Anybody how I feel like that is the overall theme of our podcast. Never go full anything. Anybody going full judgy, you're nasty. Anybody going like you know, it's the niggas ass homophobic, super homophobic that's like you know, leading yeah, the boys. They're the ones that be fucking boys. They be exactly. pedophiles. Like, like, come on, son. Like, that's exactly who be doing it. The, just like, think about it. Catholic Church. They, yes. they Catholic, and them the one of motherfuckers that got a million cases of molesting boys on their hands. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, you, it's just like uh, you can't hide. Like, it's like motherfucker, you can't hide your insecurities. People can spot it out. All you motherfuckers judging people. You, you probably got the nastiest bag. You probably into the nastiest shit. So that's an intro for your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we got there, but uh, what you got something to keep it funky with this week, or should I go first? I guess. Um, I'll go first. I think yours is a little more explosive than mine. About, you know what I'm saying? Like we internet babies, I'll be on Twitter for at least two hours a day. Well, not two hours a day. I balance out all my social media for about two hours a day. And um, I've seen this line, and I've even seen women uh, put this in there, not just on Twitter, on Instagram, put this as a caption to their pictures. They'll be looking very good and have on a nice outfit, and they'll put, I'm in my bag, but I'm in his too. Mm-hmm. And I believe this is a city girl's scripture. Or just a, and when I, when I, when I read this shit, I'll be like, I really want to say, yo, shut the fuck. I really want to be like, do you know the type of nigga that you attract when you say that, right? Like, you're attracted. If you in his bag, that means he he's giving you money. He's working bagging you, or he's like I said, I, I'm not on these levels of society, but I, but I do understand the nature of people. So if a man is providing a certain type of lifestyle for you, you understand that he's not just buying you the working bag with that money. He's also buying a leeway to, for his ass to cheat on you and disrespect you in a, on a level. And also, you know what I'm saying, and do his thing. And say, if, I, if I buy you this, bitch, you don't need to ask me no questions. You can't ask me where I'm going, what I'm doing, where I'm going, who I'm with. Because guess what? I just, I just, I, you in my bag. So if you in my bag, you don't ask me no questions. Don't be in my, you in my bag, don't be in my business. Yeah. And I, and I know girls saying this because it sounds cool. Like, oh, I'm in my bag. And listen, we all know when women, women get took care of, bris. Briss, you got a woman. You take care of her. Yes. You look out for her. It's 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 a given thing for a real. Now we talking about real men. We ain't talking about these lame niggas. It's a given as a man that you have to take care of women. It's a given. Mm-hmm. We go out to eat. I'm paying. We go on a trip. I sh- I should be paying. I'm I'm paying my I'm paying for majority of it. Everything, electricity, all these goddamn streaming services. <laughs> I'm different. I'm paying for this shit. But you got to understand, like, if you got a man that's really funding everything about your life, I really want women to understand and all the girls that are indoctrinated on this city girl lifestyle, that nigga ain't going to treat you good. He's, yeah. It's just it's a fact. If, if, yeah. if, I'm, if, if you're in my bag, you're in my bag, and, and you don't need to ask me about who I'm fucking, because I ain't just fucking yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm I support all women. I support the city girl lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Get it. If a nigga gonna pay for you, take it. 
My mother said, if my mother told me, if anybody is willing to do something for you, you're going to take that generosity, but know that there might be strings attached. So like you said, strings attached. If this nigga is taking out, taking taking you out, flying you out, just know that you probably can't question him for shit. He probably got a couple other bitches. So I suggest that if you live that lifestyle, you better have other niggas on the side too and don't get too emotionally attached to this nigga because he's one, he's probably going to be controlling. Any nigga that's Bro. got all the money and he's he's dictating what's going on because he's paying for the shit, he's probably, be, he's probably like two arguments away from beating your ass. You can't tell me shit. Yeah. If I'm paying for everything around us, what can you say to me? Not shit. The yeah. car you in, the clothes you wearing, the trip we on. Is mine. What can you say to me? You're giving up a lot like women. Women, women love to be in control. But listen, you ain't got that much control if you if if that nigga pay for everything. Yeah. So, now, if you got your own now, I think that's why they use the part, I'm in my bag. So they're getting their own money. Yeah, but if you I ain't spending, if you ain't your own money, shut the fuck. Up. I, it's basically that that money that I'm spending, I'm paying on you. Mean shut the fuck up. I'm gonna cheat. Yeah, you need to shut the fuck up and know that I'm gonna cheat. Mm-hmm. And it's not really cheating. It's not really cheating. It's just shut the fuck up. I'm gonna fuck who I want to fuck. Yeah. and I'm and I'm gonna fuck you. Yeah, when I want, when I want. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? I think that's pretty much a good game right there, bro. Like, keep it 100. Just keep it 100. If you're in your bag, I hope, hopefully your bag is like a Dame Lillard bag where you can shoot from everywhere in the court. You still mm-hmm. got, nigga, you got three niggas paying for your shit. Amen. Uh, instead of just one nigga paying for your shit. Or you got your own money, but you want to use his money. And I support that. You know what I'm saying? Niggas are going to trick regardless. Yes. Let's keep it 100. Niggas love tricking. You know what I'm saying? Especially it. old niggas. You know what I'm saying? This new crop of niggas right now, we, I don't think we want to trick so hard right now because we don't got money to trick. Exactly. But if a nigga got money to trick, he would trick it. It's, it's tricking, it's bro. It's instinctual for money. Me. Money is a lubricant. It, it yes. facilitates situations. I can get to know you better if I'm facilitating the shit. What time you get out of work? I'm sending you a car. Da, 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 da. Oh, what am I, I don't know what I'm going to wear. Don't worry about it. I'm paying for your, I'm going to see you to the mall. You buy what you want. It facilitates things. But I just really want people to stop glorifying this shit because a lot of negativity come with that money. A lot of toxicity yes. come yes. with that money. People, yes. people, people always talk, you, yeah, you love the glamorous side. And, and, we, and we see the glamorous side. But you got to understand, there's two sides to that coin. Oh, that's a double entendre. It's two sides. I see what you did there. That's it's, a good shot. That's a good shot. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, you know what I'm saying? I got my Lakers hat on. We're going to talk about it later. It's two sides to the coin. So I'm buying, I'm, I'm buying you these things, but there's something on the other side of it. And, 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 this, and this, is really, this is really not for the, 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 uh, for the, uh, for the, little, for the professional professional city girls that know what they're doing and been and been doing this for a while they know the game this is for these little young little jones that thinking that they gonna get a lot for nothing yeah because I, I we, like i said we we stretch back our demographic hits to the 18 year old jones and listen they they on instagram just like everybody else they on twitter just like everybody else i know you see the lifestyle baby girl but you i'm telling you it's another side to that shit 
that 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 same nigga, that same nigga that's flying you out, and the same nigga that's, that's treating you all good. You get on his bad side, it's gonna be a different side. Cause guess yeah. what? Everything he ever bought, everything he ever paid for, is ammo. Yeah. It's in ammo. General, it's ammo. Yeah, and in general, you should never want to give nobody that much power over you. Cause that's what you're doing. That's what you're. They're buying. And that was what I wrote down. They're, and I said it before, they're not just buying you things. They're buying other shit with that money. Mm-hmm. We, we, listen, we live in America, one of the richest countries on earth, one of the best standards living on earth. There's a lot of luxury shit in this world and, in this, and on this side of the map. But understand that luxury, sh- luxury, sh- luxury shit come with a price. You think these, listen, all these billionaires and millionaires, well, they doing shit in the dark. And what happened in the dark is guess what? They throwing away women. They're discarding you. Your yeah. value is if you put if you put a dollar value on yourself, that's how much you're gonna get thrown away for. Oh shit, I ain't spent with thirty thousand on her. Shit, that ain't nothing. I made thirty thousand last week. Yeah. And uh, I tell you, listen, I'm just it's really just about I really want people to understand what's happening when you really put all these dollar values on your shit. Yeah. Money is cool. We need money to survive. We understand we too hard working men. it's a CEO sitting across from me right now. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what I'm yes, sir. So we understand what money do and, and, and what things facilitate. But when it comes to I'm in I'm in my bag and I'm in his too, <laughs> okay. You in his bag. You said yeah. it yourself. You're in you're in his bag. And, um, so he can put you away, he can pull you out, you in the bag. As this is an equal opportunity podcast, I also for for oh, these broke niggas, for these broke niggas out here, that's is the same thing goes to y'all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And women are less tolerable of a broke nigga in her bag that doesn't have his own bag. You know what I'm oh, saying? So. She so gonna tell you everything. She gonna let you have it. She might love you, but she gonna let you have it more often than a nigga gonna t- talk about his his lady. Because, of course, niggas is pussy like that. So, and you know, niggas that want to trick is gonna trick regardless. Women are not as likely to trick for a long time. Yes. It's, yeah. you, you got, listen, you got to be, women do it. Listen, women do it. Women well, spend women money on men just like, but men, men do it at a higher clip for sure. Yeah. But that, that, to the, to the young, to the young nigga that's getting took care of, understand. If you want to be a kept nigga, you want to be a house dad? <laughs> like, like you want to be a stay home dad? What she say, go. <laughs> the shelf life of a, of a nigga on another, uh, the shelf life of a nigga using, uh, his woman's money is a lot shorter. It's oh, a lot shorter. exponentially shorter than a woman using a, a, her nigga's money. And you know what? We I want to start. I'm gonna start. I say a lot of segments and series. I want to start on this. I want to start a double standards series. Okay. And this is a double standard right here. Like you just said, the shelf life for a nigga living off a woman is a lot shorter than a woman, and that is a double standard that actually benefits the woman. Mm-hmm. So. Double standards, it's a double standard for a reason. That it's, it's one way for a man, it's another way for a woman. This is just one double standard where it's, it's, it benefits the woman. Mm. Nigga, don't be, don't nobody like no broke nigga. Shit. Nobody likes a broke Ain't nigga. Ain't nothing worse than a broke nigga. Nothing. Yeah. You ain't got no money in your pocket, nigga? You can't get yourself Hero. an A to B? You ain't got your own crib? You ain't got your own car? You ain't got your own bank account? You ain't got your own cell phone plan. You ain't got your own. <laughs> you can't buy your own ticket. You can't. You can't buy your own clothes. 
nigga, you the worthless, <laughs> nigga. What you are worthless. That might be the worst type of nigga is a broke nigga. But listen, you a woman. Guess what? A woman, shit. You don't need your own car. You don't. We said it all the time. A woman goes to the club. She don't need to bring shit. Just an ID. ID. Just an ID. And you don't gotta bring shit. You can she, listen. Women can sit at the bar and get drunk. Just sit at the bar. I guarantee you, you're a decent looking woman. You know, if you sit at the bar, I gave you out of a, if you go to the club from 10 to 1, mm-hmm. you will have at least five niggas try to buy you drinks. Easy. Easy. And listen, because I've been that nigga. There's times where I went out and my goal of the night was to buy three women drinks. I was like, you know what? <laughs> because cause for a for a bigger portion of my life, this goes back to how we intro the podcast. I had a, you talking about perping? I was perping on shit, man. I ain't buying no woman nothing. I don't spend yeah. my money on no women. Did, 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 did. I was perping. I like spending money on women on a level. And and just like we said, this is part of my pot. We said it in, in my Keep It Funky. Niggas like spending money on women. This is a, it's a given. Yeah. If you're around a real nigga long enough, you're going to get spent shit. You're going to get some shit. Yeah. It's a, it's a regular. It's a lifestyle thing. So... It was nice where I went out, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to buy three. And I, and, I, and I did it with no intentions of, like, wanting anything from the girls. I was like, I'm just going to make a couple Jones nights. Mm-hmm. I'm, I found a group. Hey, what y'all want? It's on me. Just to, just to be friendly. You know what I'm saying? And then walk away. Don't even interact with them. Be like, yo, Listen, that's for y'all. I'm out. That's that's a real game right there for younger niggas out there. Listen, because, listen, and this is some player advice. When you make women comfortable, they have a way better time. The goal, the real goal, a, a, a man should always try to make women as comfortable as possible. That because yeah. guess what? When they're comfortable, they have fun, and when they have fun, my nigga, you have fun. Yes, yes, that's a fact. I think a lot of niggas uh, say, "I just want us to broadcast to the, these young niggas out there," because that is the number one goal: be co- make women comfortable. You know, if you're to the crib, have a couple drinks, have some, have, you know what I'm saying? You know, have a couple drinks, have the weed rolled up already. You know what I'm saying? Buy a fucking candle or some shit. Yes, you know make saying? it smell Clean nice. the house up. You know what I'm saying? Don't make, like, immediately, sometimes our house look like a fucking trap house. So, like, I can understand why women didn't want to, probably, if they didn't feel comfortable with this, like, just chilling in the crib, I understand why. Because our living room sometimes is trifling. Our rooms aren't trifling. Well, you know what I'm saying? But I understand that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe have some snacks. Women love snacks. Snacks. That's the second part. I said a woman go to the bar. You said a woman go to the bar and they get drinks for free. I said a woman could go out the house with just an ID. She going to get drink. She going to get drinks for free. She going to get food for free. She going to have a great night with nothing in her pocket. You can feed a woman... Not even like some, not even worrying about drinking. Drinks is a plus. But if you could feed a woman, good food. You are, you are so much farther than you think you are, young man. Exactly. Because all you did was you made her comfortable. You fed her. You gave her her drug of choice. You played the music that she liked. It smelled good. God damn it. Her creepy. pussy getting, her, you know how wet her pussy is already, Briss. And you're not food. creepy. And you're not huh? creepy. And, and like, and you're not Adam will be creepy. Adam just being a regular nigga, you're not creepy. Exactly. And there's no pretense. There's no. There's no like. Oh, you can only get this if you do this. She is so wet. And then you. It don't let you be fly and be funny. And, and it's over. You done killed the game. 
Like, you smell like, good. You got yeah. money. You gave her what she like, and you're friendly, and you don't want nothing from her. She gonna be trying to. She gonna be throwing a pussy at you like a major league pitcher. Facts. Ninety nine miles per hour. You gonna be like, whoa, whoa, hold up. I'm just being nice. <laughs> like, you know yo, I'm saying? just I, just, I fuck with you. I'm like, yo, I'm just kicking it. Like this is just yeah. I'm just kicking it. You know what I'm saying? Player. Yeah, that's player. And if, even if, and then listen. Don't let world the word get around town that you just a cool nigga that caters to women. Then you got women across a, a smorgasbord of women that just want to just be around you. you and like, word, don't let the word around town be good about you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? My problem, I'm not going to talk about my problem, but the word, let the word around town be good about you. That's the best, let other people talk for you. That's a major key. That's a major key. Yeah. But uh, just to bring, go ahead. Go ahead, Gennari, go ahead. No, I was just gonna bring it full circle and just understand, if you in his bag, you're in his bag. And I, and on a level, I want us to stop glorifying all this money shit because I, for most people, most niggas are not cool niggas. Most yes. niggas are not just the friendly niggas. Most niggas, when they do those things, there is an expectation. We just, we just laid yes. out a whole scenario where there is no expectations. It's really just about making people feel comfortable. You're talking to rare individuals that actually just like being hospitable and being nice and being kind because that's what creates the, 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 the energy around us that we like. But a lot of niggas is evil and, there, and there's another, oh, and back to the double entendre, and there's another side to that coin. So. Three, three sides to the coin. There's, there's, that, there's a lot of sides of niggas. Edges, there's corners, <coughs> A lot of sides to that coin. That's a, good, that's a good one this week, man. Um, so I'm gonna work, try to work this out. So I was listening to the uh, Brilliant Idiots this week, and there was one thing they were talking about that really resonated with me. That uh, for my keep it funky this week is just like throughout the lifetime of this planet and and the humans that have been on this planet, I think at this present moment, this human segment or whatever we have right now in this timeline is probably the most unintelligent group of group of humans on this planet so let me explain so like if we look back in our history books if you look back at our history books we've you know people have built the, the pyramids they have built the great wall of china they have built nations they have you know developed uh vaccines and you know uh, fire, the wheel, it's like that just real game changing uh, elements of life. Um, and even though they might be the most, not quote unquote, the most intelligent, I feel like civilization was just in move, the progress kept moving. Mm -hmm. And just looking back at the last 30 years of my life, I just feel like humans, especially Americans, that we're just, we haven't done anything productive to advance society farther than, you know, 50 years from now. Like, I don't, I can't think of anything really invented that has gonna, is a game changer for life besides the internet. And there's good and bad things about the internet. Plus, there's just a lot of stupid people. A lot of stupid people, like, just in general, walking around with stupid opinions. And I don't know, because I didn't live back then, but, 
I just assume people just kept their stupid opinions in their circle of stupid opinions. So now everybody's stupid opinion is broadcasted worldwide. You don't need no facts. You don't need no, no real information. You just need somebody else to believe in your stupid opinion. Mm-hmm. Now your stupid opinion is something that's changing people's lives with fallacies and things like that. Um, I, like, have we built anything in the past 30 years? as a society, human society, that's like, okay, that's going to stand the test of time. Mm, not in, I don't know about America, overseas, you know, like Dubai and shit. I think some cities have grown that's kind of like been dope. Like, like I said, Dubai, I think, I think it's probably one of the biggest like wonders, like you talk about wonders of the world type shit. Like, yeah, type like shit. I don't know if we built anything that's like, like a wonder, you know what I'm saying? Like something that's like a testament to human Ingenuity. Yeah, like I don't know. I don't bro. know. The only thing they that comes first in my mind is like, yeah, yeah, like you know, you are entering in the Western world. It ain't in America, but um, not at all, man. I, don't know, just, I really feel like niggas. Just, I feel like I don't know if there's more stupid people, but it's a lot of stupid people. And when you talk about the internet, they they just saying shit they don't know. I feel like there's a lot of people that get their opinions from other people. And don't do any research. We went to college. Lord, yeah. thank God. We learned how to research shit. That was one of the best things that college taught me how to do. How to do actual good research. How to yeah. look for sources that are dependable, reliable, and get facts about things. Like, excuse me. To this day, that's probably the top five things that college did for me. Taught me how to do research. Come on, whatever I want to know. If I want to know about something, I know the path to go to to find the accurate information about it. But for sure, I feel like a lot of people don't know shit and they're they're not doing no research for themselves. So they talking from a place where they don't got no facts about it. So it's like, there's a lot more stupid people that don't know they stupid. There's a lot of stupid people that think they are smart, which it might be worse than an actual stupid person. Because an actual stupid person will kind of stay there, stay in a space where they're like, listen, I don't know much, so I'm going to specialize myself so where I stay in a place where I can do well with what I do know. It's a lot of people going off at the left and the right and, and up and down about shit, and they don't know shit. Yeah. So I agree with a lot of people, especially, listen, it's, if you go on the internet, you're going to see 500 dumb people before you get to one profound, into, into intelligent person. Yeah. And, and and let's let's hope that intelligent person is actually have some type of moral compass, and they're trying to lead people in the right way. Because say the person is smart, but then they try to manipulate people. They're like, "Oh, I'm smarter than this my my twenty thousand follow twenty thousand people that I got that follow me. I'm just gonna manipulate them so that I can use them to do whatever I want to do." And you might be onto something. I just, I, I take it. I take. Listen, I, my, I don't identify myself as an intelligent person. I know that um, I identify myself as a stupid, not a super person, but I know that I don't know a lot, and I kind of try to, I try to walk my life or walk through the world in a place of not knowing and trying to learn. And I don't know if a lot of people do that. You know what I'm saying? Like I go, I get on this podcast when I do my spiritual segment, and I say. I don't have the answers. I got questions. Yeah. But when I do learn something, I try to give it back. I think a lot of people really think they know some shit. <laughs> like, 
people really be standing on they like I know what I'm talking about. And then when you look at the big grand scale, you're like, my nigga, what did you really do? You ain't accomplished. Yeah. You ain't That's accomplished nothing to say you know anything. You said something very uh, profound a few seconds ago. You said like a lot of people they just don't know or like uh, they don't. I can't remember what you said now, but like what what I got from it was like way back in the day, if people weren't a scholar in a sense of intellectual, they specialized in whatever they were interested in to become a quote unquote intellectual of what they were interested yeah. in. So like if I didn't want to be a book smart nigga, but I wanted to be the best uh, farmer I was, I'm an intellectual in farming because I took the time and research and everything like that. Like feel like back then it was more specialization in those type of skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now like you knew everything about farming. Like you, could, yeah. you were basically a scholar. When yeah. You came to farm. But but now niggas feel like they they don't have to be specialized in anything. So now they just they're dipping their toes and trying to be intellectual on a, on a, on everything. And now yeah. you look dumb. Like I'm saying, there were people that were specialized at being a scholar. Like all they did their whole life was research. That's 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 what you trying to say. All these fucking people, they did nothing else with their life but read and study. Like when you say a scholar, that's what a scholar is. Like niggas, they didn't do no, they didn't do nothing but educate. That was their job was to learn. Like when I talk about philosophers back in the day, like I would have loved to have been a philosopher. I'm like, yo, my job is really to just think all day. Like. Yeah. That's my job, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, you're right. It's, it, people aren't specialized enough, but people, oh, the internet, bro. And that's why I only follow 240 people on Twitter. Because <laughs> I'm like, I cannot, I can, I can imagine having over 2,000 people's ideas just scrolling down and seeing like, or even 2,000 is probably that much. I couldn't have it, imagine having more than 10,000 people ideas that I'm looking through and then I don't know I know for a fact out of that 10,000 it's probably only like 500 that are actually coherent and actually yeah. are you know what I'm saying or actually are actually doing work to know what the fuck they're talking about like when I went to school when I was in college, child to college again, I studied political science and economics I wrote a lot of papers about governments I wrote a lot of papers about I wrote a lot of papers about uh government practices and, and I read and I actually well I didn't read the whole book but I got the gist of a lot of books about about uh international affairs and and, and practices that are that are that so I know pretty I know a, a good a good bit about politics and mm -hmm. the political realm of the world. You know what I'm saying? So when I speak about these things I'm like yo I actually I read books for a couple years and I, I studied and I and I read articles and I had to think intellectually about this field. So I'm like, I could kind of speak from a place of knowledge, but how many people are speaking from places of knowledge about anything other than their personal experience? Like, not many. Not many. So when people, so when people get online, I'm like, well, did you study? Did you study? Like, there's people that, uh, shout out to um, Thinking Out Loud podcast. They were talking about the Electoral College the other day. There's, you know how people don't know what the Electoral College is? They don't know that their vote actually helps people in your state decide who they're going to cash their vote for and their vote is actually what picks the president mm. people people are on on the internet talking about kamala harris that don't know anything about the electoral college yeah everybody's got a voice now and it sounds it sounds uh well not so crazy to say not everybody needs a voice 
like in the sense of like far reaching voices. Like you didn't earn or do the work to have your voice. And we saying this as like a podcast where we want people to hear our voices. But like, exactly. hey, All we do is um, talk shit. yeah. <laughs> so like, not everybody deserves like a voice, a far reaching voice. I think you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. because it's it's very difficult and it's very uh, dangerous to have a lot of voices out there saying things that could be illogical, not true. Um, you know, just uninformed. So I feel like at least with us, we try to like not say anything like, especially if you're trying to talk about facts or anything like that, or anything like uh, political or anything like that. We try to like not be, if we say it, we want to make sure our facts are Mm -hmm. are induction in a row. But a lot of people don't do that. So, you know what I'm saying? It's dangerous. It's dangerous because People, all people need to do is you, you need a little bit of doubt in somebody's mind. You'll change their perception or something. Yeah. That's, that's dangerous. I had so. a saying, and I said, I said before on the podcast, I said, if you put a little bit of doubt into truth, truth becomes doubt. If you drop a little, it's kind of like, I guess, like you think of like a, a, some water. If you dilute it, if you, if you, contaminate the water the whole water is contaminated yeah if you drop a, if you put doubt in truth truth becomes doubt so a lot of people know that and that's all they do they take truth and they try to make you doubt it and then the whole thing and the whole thing you, you if, if you start to doubt the truth you don't know what's up what's down what's right what's left yeah. you know what i'm saying and i had another point i was gonna make about this shit um damn i can't remember right now oh yeah um the first one it was like I, I think that I think some somebody greater the powers that be they kind of made Twitter or like any, any all these social networks and all the and they made the internet to kind of like occupy the time of the people that have no power. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you can affect change. Like certain people can affect change and do gain power through these through these social platforms. But I think most people they have no power. They have no influence. They're not making any decisions. Most, they're not even making a lot of decisions for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, like I'm, I can decide what I will do in my day, but when it comes to how I operate in this country, I don't make a lot of decisions. I'm not a, I don't make laws. I'm, I'm not a law enforcement officer. I don't, I'm not a governor. I don't, don- I'm not a donor to these people that are making the, 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 making up the policies and shit. So I feel like maybe it's a possibility that Twitter is just like a place, like just like in the matrix to control your mind. Like, they, they made the matrix because the human, the brain would die if it didn't have something to do. So they made the matrix so that they could just suck the energy out of the humans and use it as a battery, right? So maybe Twitter is a place where they're like, these, these people will not, they really, they won't be productive or we won't be able to get anything out of them if they don't have somewhere where they can go to just talk shit that really means nothing. <laughs> oh, Maybe that's what Twitter is. And my second point is, I feel like through this podcast, you talk about us, like we don't know shit. Through this podcast and us devoting this time, I feel like we're earning our opinion. Yeah. So we're putting in the time to think about things in nuanced ways. And we talk about a diverse, uh, a diverse topic of things. We talk about a lot of diverse topics. So this is us earning our opinion. Like, you don't have to do shit to earn your opinion on Twitter or Instagram 
or TikTok. You don't have to do shit. You didn't do shit. All you did was make a free account. And and basically, your account is actually just for you to be sold shit. Your account, you're not, you didn't do anything to earn it. With this, we're earning our opinion. So, like, that's why I wanted to say to what you're saying. Like, we're contributing something other than a tweet. Yeah. We're giving you an hour and a half plus every week of our interpretation of the, the reality that's going on around us. And we're investing, whether it be through Zoom, lights, you know what I'm saying, promotion, that are being trying to be creative about the things you talk about. We are earning our place right now. That makes sense, and I think it's Twitter's just a lot of a lot of young niggas got on there that just so idealistic and they're so gung ho of trying to change the world. So that's those are usually people that be doing these long threads of no evidence based arguing. Bro, I'm telling you, bro. Just get bro. I one of the best. I always go back to my education. Education is great. People, encourage your kids to get education. If you haven't got education, it's not too late. It's never too late to learn. When I learned how to formulate an argumentative paper, they tell you the way to structure it. And obviously, you could manipulate that structure, but the point of an argumentative paper is to prove something. At yeah. the end of this paper, I'm going to give you evidence to prove something. And either you can believe my argument or you could not believe my argument. But I'm going to lay out my argument in detailed ways through this synop through this paper, through these words. So that's the way I think. If I make an argument, I'm gonna lay out my facts, my evidence, and then I'm gonna prove it, and then I'm gonna come to a conclusion. People don't do that on the internet. <laughs> they say their opinion and and and, and this is the last thing, this is the last thing that just like you saw on the internet and like the, a lot of people are stupid. It's basically the loudest person with the most with the, with the with the most conviction wins. That that's not the yes. most right person. On the person, the loudest person with the most conviction is not the right person. It's not the person that's right. Yeah. And I, and I said that was my last thing, but I have another thing. <laughs> I was in jail, right? I was in jail, uh, and in jail, niggas argue all day long. It's got, all nothing, day long. It's got nothing better to do. Niggas love to argue, but guess what? You know how many arguments would be would not even be arguments if they had some way to prove that they were right or wrong. In jail, the I was like, yo, if there was Google, none of this, half of the shit that niggas argued about would not be argued about if we had Google. <laughs> in jail, because I'm like, yo, it's going to take two, niggas will argue about who won the Super Bowl in 2011. It takes two seconds to Google who won the Super Bowl. Yeah. But since there's no way to prove it, niggas are arguing for four hours about it. <laughs> and, then, and then all they're trying to do is get everybody to convince they're trying to convince those niggas. In 2011, it was the Mavs. Like, no, it wasn't. It was the Spurs, bro. The Spurs won the Bro. So everyone, whoever's the loudest and whoever gets the most people to believe them is the one who basically wins the argument because there's nowhere to prove it. That sounds fun. Yeah, listen, no, it's not fun because I'm sitting on the side like, my nigga, all we need to do is Google this. <laughs> but there's no Google. So I got to sit through two hours of who won the champion, who won the NBA championship in 2011. And I do think it was the uh, Spurs, <laughs> I think. Or it was the Mavs, I can't remember. Or it was the Heat, I can't remember. <laughs> see, let's Google it, we don't know. <laughs> let's see how quick a Google, Google search for it. 2011 NBA Finals. My pick is the- It was the Mavs. 
It was the Mavs. The Mavericks. Yes. Yep. Mavs won four two. There you go. So, I get that. But you see, right. so the internet is basically jail. Without the internet is jail with, with internet. If that makes sense. The internet the is. But niggas are stupid, and I think that, I think that your keep it funky is right. Your keep it funky is right. You you're onto something. Like we have so much information, but niggas choose not to use it. Or maybe too much information is a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you know, now I understand why people say ignorance is a bliss. Because if you have too much, like so, too much information, one, it can be an overload of your sensories in your brain. Two, mm-hmm. one, and too much information, I think, can also like ruin a little bit of your like rose-colored glasses of of life. Oh yeah, for sure, bro. For sure. So like. You get too woke because you've read everything. Now you've seen, you've quote unquote broke the matrix and now you've taken the red pill and now you've seen everything for what it is. And I think that's very noble. I think you should be very well versed in everything that goes on. But then now you can't take anything serious, like, or you can't enjoy shit, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, can't watch too woke. Too woke. Yeah, you, can't, you can't watch a movie because now you're like, seeing the correlations between this and this or you start listening to music differently and it's like life is life really the same for somebody that's super woke i don't think so that's why i think not to be super woke it's that's why it's not super woke. that's why i feel like my life goals have changed like i used to just like all right i want a yacht i want a helicopter i want a private jet i want to i want i want to have abundance i want to be wealthy and I'm like, yes, okay, wealth is good. You know, something to pass out to my kids. But it's kind of changed. Like, nah, I want my, I want to be self-sufficient. I want to be able to possibly grow my own food and 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 produce my own electricity and and live somewhat off the grid because I feel like that would give me more peace of mind than like really just being a part, being so reliant on a system that is just manipulating me a lot. You know what I'm saying? And then like building and then building something for my, and then another thing is like building something for myself that is like, that stands the test of time. Like that's what you yeah. started talking about. You like, yo, people have built wonders. You know what I'm saying? The Burj Khalifa, like I'll talk about uh, Dubai. That building is going to be there for hundreds of years, at least. It's going to stand, the person who built that building is going to die before that building. Yeah. The person, the people who built the pyramids are the been dead and gone. Still there. The Great, Wall, the Great Wall of China, been dead and gone. But like, what can I build that's gonna be here to show that I was here and that I, I tried to create something. You know what I'm saying? That I did create something. That's what. That's what gives me more, 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 more happiness than having a yacht or a helicopter or a Porsche. Or, you know what I'm saying? And, and those things, I don't think those are out of my reach, things that I, I, I won't get, but like things that will truly bring me happiness and truly show my intelligence. Like, okay, what, what, what good have I fucking did? You know what I'm saying? For all this, for all this shit that America's cropped up to be, America's done a America's spilled so much blood. America has it's, it, it's, it's delivered a, a dream to some, but deprived other people from it and put a lot of people on a motherfucking hamster wheel. And then, you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's just fucked up, you know? It's fucked up. And I wish I didn't take the red pill sometimes, you know what I'm saying? 
Sometimes, bro. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Let know. me just let me just be a, let me just be a, a motherfucking mogul that just exploits everybody and and and, be, and becomes a bit. Let me be Jeff Bezos Jr. Jeff, Be- let me just let me be Jeff Bezos. You know what I'm saying? Where I'm just gonna become a six, get get make billions, of trillions of dollars, and just not give a fuck about how I affect people. Huh. I don't think Jeff. Not you just got me wondering. Does Jeff Bezos really have kids? Does he have kids? I don't know, but I do want to. I, I I would I would really love for people to interview him and talk to him. I've never yeah. seen him do an interview. I'm sure there's something like on CNN or like 60 Minutes or something somewhere, but I never watched it. All right. Well, I'm at the let's uh let's go into your uh Terry's topics this week of the of Terry Terry's topics. Terry's topics. I do not identify as Terry because Terry Cruz is still out here. He's more famous than me. Um so let's start with let's just start with it. Stallionaris, assemble. Megan said it. She confirmed. She said, Tori shot me. Tori, you yeah. shot me. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we speculated, and that's all we've been doing is speculating, because I said on the podcast, I think every time we talk about it, I said, yo, if he did it, because, you know, when, in these situations, we don't know what the truth is, but out of, out of the horse's mouth, see what I did there? I see what you did there. Out of, the, out of you, the horse's mouth. You balling today. I'm, I'm out here. Out of the horse's mouth, Megan D. Stallion said that Tori shot her. So... And it's all spawned from people like questioning whether uh, you know she was in scene in the club with Future. Um, they showed her ankle wrapped up, but then also saying that she got shot in the foot, but no bones were broken. The internet was saying that uh, she uh, whether she even got shot in the foot or what really happened. So she she said Tori shot her, and she also released pictures of her foot and showing bullet wounds in her foot. And um, this is very hot news because now. Tory Lanez has been confirmed as a shooter, where at, where at first it seemed like she was trying to not put him out there and not try to uh, say what really happened. But because of the internet, she came clean. What do you think about this, Bruce? Uh, I mean, we already knew what was going on, but it's it's good to have confirmation, I guess. I mean, you really don't need confirmation, but Tory Lanez is a nigga. Get this nigga the fuck up out of here. You know what I'm saying? Any nigga in the industry now that, you know, wants to do music with him going forward, like, you're complacent with this shit. Like, if you have music, you should take him off it for right now. You know what I'm saying? Just, that nigga's donezo. You know, he's dead out of the streets. So, um, regardless of the situation, Meg didn't have a gun pointed at you, so there should be no reason why you should even be pulling a gun out around women. Yeah, if she was going to swim, you take your ass whooping like a man. Fact, <laughs> fact, though, you know what I'm saying? So, like, there's no point for that. You know, the stallionaires are not pleased. Um, I mean, a bigger mm-hmm. conversation is um, niggas talk about, you know, protect black women. And I know my niggas that have black women do protect our black women, but I guess this is a narrative that niggas aren't doing this. So what are ways, I mean, this isn't the deep dive yet, but what are ways that niggas shit can prove that they want to protect black women? You know what I'm saying? Like, cause that narrative is going around on the internet that niggas ain't doing that. But then you see stories like the black men protecting the black woman in New York 
who's being harassed by the white man or a white neighbor. Yeah, you know, that's the story I thought of. You know what I'm saying? Well, that story just, doesn't get love light. You know what I'm saying? I think I think protect. I, 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 this happened over the um, over this quarantine. There was a loss in my family. My grandmother passed from COVID, and um, we was at a family function. And everybody knows when family gets together, it's always drama. Yeah. And um, there was some drama that happened in my family, and um, a woman ended up, a, a lady in my family ended up uh, cutting herself with a knife because of, she got an altercation with a male in my family. She ended up cutting herself, and one of the old, one of my older cousins ended up like talking to talking to the male in my family was like, "Men protect." Whatever women are going through, you gotta put your ego aside. You gotta put yeah. your ego aside and protect women. I think the the where where black men get in the way of themselves and protecting black women. And to answer your question, I think we need to. The better way we could do it is to really dead our egos a lot more, and put that shit to the side and remember first that we need to protect, protect the children, protect the women. Our egos it was gets in the way of us doing that shit. That's when niggas, when niggas be disrespecting women, if, if we didn't have no ego about it, we could give a fuck how she's disrespecting us. We mm -hmm. not going to disrespect her back. Take your ego out of it. Understand that she might be coming from a place of emotion. And we don't need to be in that place of emotion while they in it because it's going to be volatile and we might end up disrespecting them or end up not protecting them and end up hurting them. So I think to answer your question is just to take the ego out Take the ego out as much as possible. Ego is it could be beneficial, but most of the time niggas is 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 a detriment, especially in, when it comes to black men dealing with black women. And I think that's exactly what happened with Tory and May. His ego got fucked up. His ego is probably shattered, and we know and, and we know women could shatter an ego quicker than they can motherfucking do anything. Yeah, it take two words for them to hurt your motherfucking ego. They talk about your dick, talk about your money. Talk about your breath. Talk about your looks. Talk about your hairline. Ready to go? And you ready to Shit. go? Nigga, be ready to cry under the motherfucking pillow. Mm -hmm. So if you can take your ego out of it, you can you can operate in that protection mode way more. And um, I took I took Tory Lanez. I deleted all his music out of my phone. Um, I found it's kind of it's even harder to do that now because he's featured on a lot of songs. So I was like, damn, yeah. I gotta do it. I'm like, damn! I gotta delete the song. I gotta delete the Glizzy joke because Tory featured on it. I was listening to that yesterday. Uh, do you understand? Like, yeah. that's one of my favorite Shy Glizzy songs. And I'm like, I haven't deleted it yet, but thank you for reminding me. Like, that's part of my Bro, gym playlist, so I, and that shit gets me there. I deleted all of his. Um, I deleted all of his albums and all of his songs out of my phone. I haven't got to the features yet. It's so, but it's coming soon. It's gonna be hard, but um. I've done that, and um, just to because we've been talking about the internet the whole time. I did. Did Megan really owe us, owe the world that? Um, I think on some level because she's a public figure. You know, she makes her money off of being a public person. She doesn't make her money in the private sector. She's in the public sector. She um, she does shows. She does videos. She does appearances. So I think part of her job entails her being transparent about some of the things that goes on in her life. By no means do I think she needs to display everything that goes on in her life, but it's kind of uh, when you make your money in the public arena, it, you, it's crazy that you are beholden to the public. And um, yeah, she leaked those pictures. She showed the pictures. Leaked the pictures. She showed the pictures of her foot. She she named Tori as her assailant, as the person that assaulted her with the gun. 
And um, I don't think there's anything she could have done to have won her getting shot unless she was shooting at Tori. Um, that's all it is. That's the only that's reason why. The only way. The only way. Your life was body. in danger. If she, and she wasn't driving the car. It's not like she was – a car is a weapon. It's not like she was driving the car and was going to crash it and kill them both. They both were passengers. He he took a big ego crush, and um, he ended up doing uh, one of the dumbest things that I've ever seen done in a public arena before. As any of you niggas that are trying to, like, shoot him bail – you niggas is nasty, and y'all should be y'all niggas is done so too. Like you yeah. know what I'm saying? And, I and, and but I saw uh, I think Larry Johnson, he tried to like shoot some bail or whatnot. Like that nigga's nasty. Get that nigga the fuck up out of here. He already has. He's nasty he's for been that. He's been uh, convicted of assault on black women before. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I don't you know how to read the rooms. So I, I saw too. Someone said if you don't know how to read the room, spark notes that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like for real, don't if you ain't can't if you can't read it, nigga, get the cliff notes. Real shit. But um, people call her a snitch. I didn't see it so much, but I that's not snitching. I re- like, but this he's a civilian. This, I also seen you this can't though. snitch if you are a civilian. I'm doing your job. And nothing explains it more than this. There was a tweet where somebody was like, yo, Megan, just say who the fuck shot you. And then the same person tweeted later on, damn, Megan snitch. You can't have both ways. You want to know what happened, but then someone tell you what happened, you call him a snitch. That's the world we live in. And um, obviously we know that's stupid and we don't acknowledge that. We stallioners for life. We support Megan Thee Stallion and her artistry. Uh, WAP went number one and... um, Hopefully, and Lord willing, Tory is held responsible for this, and hopefully, he gets shot his feet, his foot, and uh, he can't make music in the states no more. Um, any any closing remarks? You know, prayers to her. Prayers to all black women. You know what I'm saying? I know the niggas that I don't, I hang with protect black women, protect the woman they love. They'll ride for them, but you should, you know, ride for any black woman, regardless if you know them or not. If you see exactly. Them, you know what I'm saying? If you're not attracted to him, regardless, you should ride for him because, you know. That's a good one. That's a, that's a good tweet. I like that. That like, yo, don't don't just protect women you're attracted to. That's a real yeah. thing. You should ride for all black women. We think sometimes we only think the people that we only value things that like benefit us. But you know what I'm saying? You got to think about the very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, transition to the greater good. Uh, hopefully, these 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 uh this political landscape actually does helps the the most people and does some good, the greater good. The D the Democratic Party had their national convention and it was all um, digital. It was all online. It was a live stream. And um, I asked Chris about this before, and he said he didn't watch. Nope. And, <laughs> <laughs> And um, I did not watch either. I did not watch it live, but I did catch uh, the, the only speech that I watched in its full entirety was Michelle Obama's speech, which I thought was very poignant. And she hit every, she of course a black woman would, hit every base and addressed everything. It was very plain and clear about what needed to happen. She gave the country direction when the person who holds the, uh, office of president right now hasn't really gave the most direction um we need to get him out uh michelle obama did a great speech if you have time go watch that uh barack obama all, all, also spoke uh 
uh, AOC also spoke. I believe her. I know her last name is. Uh, damn, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna fuck it up. AOC spoke. Um, <laughs> Joe. I didn't even look at Joe Biden. That's crazy though. The not the nominees speech. I didn't even see Joe Biden's speech. And I'm gonna watch that after this podcast. But um. We all know we need to vote Trump out. Chris, what are your thoughts on the DNC, even though you didn't watch it? Yeah, I didn't watch it. Uh, primarily, I saw the list of speakers. Um, it's still old white people telling me to do my duty or whatever. And um, tired of old white people trying to tell me what to do, especially when they're not going to be here for a lot of the shit. And then I saw that they had, you know, Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton speaking, and them niggas is nasty. So it seems like the Democratic Party still has, does, still doesn't know how to read the fucking room mm-hmm. because some niggas is fucking nasty. Bill Clinton was fucking with that Epstein shit on the island, and Hillary Clinton was complacent in that shit. She's probably on the island too, you know what I'm saying? She's got body. She's, she's nasty. Um... And I just didn't care. I'm still doing my duty of using my right to vote. I yes. still want Trump out of here. I just don't want to hear from none of these old white people telling me what I to do. Um, I echo those sentiments that Chris that Rich just explained. And um, when it comes to voting, I seen a picture. And the picture was a, a black man hanging from a tree. And there was a sign around the black man's neck. It said, this nigger voted or something of that nature. And um, to all those people who are planning on not voting, um, who are of African descent and descendants of slaves, I say that it's kind of just your duty. You know what I'm saying? We do, we do things every day that we don't, may not like to do or may not want to do, but it is your duty because there's people of your skin color who fought and died was hung in, hung from trees for you to vote. Yeah. Whether the whole system is a sham or not, guess what? Someone died for the sham for you. So guess yeah. what? You need to get your ass up and vote. And if you haven't already, the election is less than nine days. I don't know if it's enough time for you to get your absentee ballot sent to you. Get your ass out there and vote. For that fact alone, that someone before you sacrificed their life their livelihood, their safety. Yeah. So now the fact that I can go do it safely, I'm gonna do it just for, just for the look, just for the goddamn sticker. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the DNC had this shit. We didn't really check it out, but um, we know we need to get Trump out of office, and we the the candidate that can do it has the ability to do it is Joe, Sleepy Joe Biden. Um, Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe. Um, Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe. Um. There's really not a good segue for this. We're recording this on a Sunday, and today is Kobe Bean Bryant's 42nd birthday. I don't know if people can see this. I have on a Lakers hat. I actually bought this when I took my recent trip to Memphis to for Kobe Bryant. I'm not an L.A. sports fan, but I am a fan of what that, that man did on the court and what he stood for. So I actually bought a Lakers hat, and I'm wearing it right now for Kobe Bean Bryant. He was turned 42 today, and uh, his daughter, um, Gigi, and all the other people on that, that, tra- that died in that tragic plane crash. You know, he was just the most famous person, but other, but a whole there was a large ripple effect for the people that went down in that plane crash. And um, 
rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, rest in peace to people that died in the, in the plane crash. And um, from me to, to the world, happy birthday, Kobe Bean. Bruce, how do you feel? Happy birthday, Bean. We miss you, King. You know what I'm saying? Um, it would be great to hear some of your commentary about the bubble and you know, oh, for sure. and things like that. Uh, I feel like the world has just been off, especially like since oh, the Oh, all of 2020, bro. All of 2020. It started with Kobe, bro. It started with him passing. What was that in um January? February. February, April. It was it was early in the year. It was early in the year. The pandemic hadn't hit yet, so it was like February or March. So, you know, it definitely, I think he could be a voice to people to keep people calm during this. You know, it was, he's only 40, he turned 42, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he had just transitioned to the next part of his life. You know, he's still young as fuck. But another 40 years ago, bro. Another yeah. 40 years, bro. So, you know, prayers to his family, his wife, you know what I'm saying, his other daughters. Salute to Paul Gasol for, you know, playing a god daddy and helping out with them. I love seeing those pictures of him with the kids because, like, when, when that's what a godparent's supposed to do, you know what I'm saying? That's what real friends do, you know? They step up and... It's all from all media outlets. It seems as though uh, Powell is doing that. So shout out to Powell Gasol for being a stand-up guy and doing and filling in for uh, his friend who is not here anymore for his uh, remaining three daughters. Um, shout out to Powell Gasol. And happy birthday, Ben. Happy 42nd. May you rest in peace and may your legacy live on and, you know, your mentality, mama yeah. mentality. Um, total switching gears. Um, last thing on my agenda, I want to nerd out real quick. DC fandom went down this weekend. If anybody knows, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a very avid, uh, I would say not so much comic book, but definitely comic lore and movies and, and, and television. And, and I, I love it a lot. So DC had DC fandom. It was like a 24 hour live stream where they premiered uh, trailers for their upcoming movies, television shows, also presented some concepts, and um, it was pretty cool. They showed uh, trailers for the new Batman movie, trailers for the Wonder Woman movie, uh, talked about making new movies, um, talked about making new movies to come. Static Shock was on the menu. Every, every black kid remembers Static Shock, one of the gr- a good, uh, good uh, cartoon from our youth. And um, DC... DC has had a lot of troubles in the past, especially when it comes to their films. Uh, television, I think DC has, has done great on some television. The Flash, Arrow. Um, I really like their platform, DC Universe. Um, I subscribed for a while. I didn't pay the subscription. But uh, DC is really behind Marvel. They're number two. They're Adidas if uh, Marvel is Nike. Um, but they have some of the greatest characters. They have Superman. They have Batman. They have Flash. They have... You know what I'm saying all the characters going to the Justice League. Like they have a lot of they have a lot of characters to pull from, but for some reason, especially when it comes to that big screen, they have not been able to translate that well. The Justice League movie was horrible. One of the worst movies I've seen. And when it comes to superheroes, and um, you know, they're they're coming out with a new director's cut, Snyder Cut, uh, it's coming to HBO Max, and um, 
I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? I love entertainment. I love going to the movies. I love um, all things superhero. So DC Fandom went down. Chris, what did you think about it? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm excited to for Static Shock. That's number one, black superhero. Love black superheroes. Um, like you said, DC is just can't get the ball rolling on um, their films. I watched, you know, I, I think there's some premise uh, or there is some excitement for their Batman movie with, uh, I think, Robert Patterson or whatever they get from uh, Twilight. Twilight movies. So um, I like the preview on that one. I saw the Jack Snyder cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the trailer for that, you know, I probably will not subscribe to HBO Match for it. I hope. You know what I'm saying? I'll slide you but, a password. I'll slide you a oh, password. Blessings. I need that. I need to watch Lovecraft Country too. Um, oh, yes. That seems very good. Yes. Uh, but uh, I just don't know what they can get. I don't know why they just can't get it right on the big screen. It's like they mess up and then they blow it up and then they bring new people in and they still can't get it right. I feel like they're just not a cohesion of storylines and just at the top, they're just not getting they don't have a good clear picture of what the DC universe looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I do like the fact that they're trying to be the antithesis of Marvel. Marvel's like, you know, real kid friendly, lots of bright colors, you know, things like that, you know, over the, uh, out the box, you know what I mean? Out the box, like, you know, just very outlandish. Um, I like how DC, I think can be just the darker side of it. Very dark. It's very grimy. You know what I'm saying? Gotham gets, you know, people are going nuts in Gotham all the time. You know, I think that if they need to just start doing R-rated shit, mm-hmm. I think that's what I think DC needs to go. Like, if you, you start doing... Joker. You mentioned the yeah, Joker. Yeah, whatever they did for the Joker, the Joker movie was fantastic. Like, I think it won Emmys and shit like that. Like, just take the notes and just apply it to Batman. Like, Batman is already, like, grimy, you know what I'm saying? It's dark, you know what I'm saying? Superman could be that too. Like, you don't need to have like, you know, funny quips and shit in there, like how they do in Marvel, like, you know, they do funny jokes and shit like that. They don't need to do that. Just keep it grimy, you know what I'm saying? Like, tell the real story. You know, Arkham uh, Asylum is, you know, what a, you know, Riddler and the Joker and all them niggas be, you know, just stashed up. Like, that's the storyline too. Like, I don't know. Like, I think if you just go adult, go R-rated shit, that might, know, that might be their line. That might be their line. For sure. Um, or like push the limit of PG-13. Yeah. That's where I think they should go. And they'll like keep everything in the same. Keep the same idea of Marvel, how like all the storylines connect to each other. Mm-hmm. Keep it adult. I think it I think that's what they're trying to do with DC fandom. Like I, lo- I think that this 24-hour stream and them presenting and having all these panels and stuff where people talk about the shows that they're developing and the things that are soon to come. I think that's kind of their, their effort because when I say their movies have been trash, I really think their television shit has been the complete opposite. Gotham, a great show that I really enjoyed. The things that, um, uh, Black Lightning, all of their shows like that. Um, I think they really do well. And also their cartoon movies. I love DC cartoon movies, whether it be the Justice League movies or the standalone movies, be like the flash or Aquaman or, um, uh, Harley Quinn, the Harley Quinn series that's on HBO Max, 
it's R-rated. So there's a cartoon series. It's, the, it's, it's R-rated cartoon series. There's cussing. There's a lot of blood. There's a lot of violence. It's geared towards adults. And um, even though I'm on another thing like HBO Max, Doom Patrol, it's adult, there's blood, there's violence, there's sex scenes. It's geared towards adults. Um, Gotham, so Gotham is real adultish too. Gotham is, Gotham is kind of adultish too. God, Gotham is dope. Like you said, they're going with that dark motif. And like, there's enough creative people in the world that they just need to bring in to do it. You know, they got enough money to get it right. I know they're going to keep shooting the movies because who doesn't want to see Superman? Who doesn't want to see Batman? Who doesn't want to see Green Lantern? Who doesn't want to see these characters? So um, I think DC Fandom was actually a success. I loved uh, watching, being on Twitter. And um, there's also a Twitter page if you guys are into any of this nerdy shit, like, uh, you know what I'm saying, cartoon shit. Um, damn, I got to get their Twitter right. It's a Black Ran um, Twitter page. And it's uh, I believe it's Geeks of Color. Yeah, it's called Geeks of Color. Um, it's a Black Rand uh, Twitter page, and they, they talk about everything, the, you know, geeky, you know, all the inter- things in entertainment of that nature, video games, and it's Rand, it's a Black Rand page. So if you got a chance, you want to check. And I like, and I really like their coverage of the DC uh, fandom. Geeks of Color, Anybody, any of our listeners like that, check that out. Um, yeah, and that's it for Terrians. Topics. What did we call it before? You, you, you had a good thing. You called it Terry something. I think it was Terry on topics or something like that. I don't know. We'll, we'll, Whatever, uh, but yeah, that's it. That's all I got, man. Well, yeah. uh, so the deep dive today, um, we've kind of like hovered over it, hovered over it for like a couple of, you know, things we've been saying. But, you know, um, especially with this uh, internet shit, people love to say, I don't do this internet shit. Um, but people, that's kind of counterproductive because that means you're doing that internet shit. Um, but in the sense of like how we talked about with Megan and uh, you know Master P, and is it a bunch of controversy too about like his family and and uh, see murder and everything like that with uh, Monica? But just in general, I don't think we've oh we've condoned. Uh, well, we've uh, tried to tell people to not do internet shit and try to be outside yourself um, and think about think how you look when you respond to shit or don't respond to people, you know, on the internet because that feeds into them. You know what I'm saying? As we we were, we really grew up with that, out the internet for some point, so we knew how to conduct ourselves dealing with, you know, rumors and things like that. But now, I think we haven't really haven't had a chance to really say like, you know what, there are some points where you have in life where you have to respond to people talking or putting a smut on your name on the internet. And, you know, I think today we're going to, you know, we're going to dive into that. Like what is the plot proper player way to do the internet shit? Is there any proper way to do it? Yes. That's a very, that's a very good question. And like you said it already, it's like niggas be saying I don't do the internet shit while they're on the internet. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> how you gonna say <laughs> I don't do that internet shit? But you on the goddamn internet. And everybody telling people you don't do the internet shit. Everybody is on the internet shit. Now doing internet shit is a is a choice. And if you wanna do it, 
I think there 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 has to be a player way to do it because I feel like I I do that. I feel like I I carry myself a certain way on the internet. I'm not out here trolling. I'm not egging people on. I'm not telling lies. I'm not trying to put truth in. I'm not trying to put doubt in the truth. And um, is there a player way to do the internet shit? Um, yes, I think there is. It's really just being true to yourself and actually being the same person that you are in real life on the internet. But what if in real life you're a fucking douchebag or a motherfucker douchebag? I said douchebag. I'm sorry. If you're a motherfucking asshole or you a um or you a bitch. If you a bitch in real life, are you really gonna be a bitch on the internet? I think I think, think you're probably not. Gonna well, you're gonna try not to be. You're gonna yes. try not to be, right? And if you're a stand-up dude in the world or stand-up woman and a woman of principle and morals. You're gonna to try to be that same way on the internet, especially because everyone loves to call people out on the internet. That's what people love to do. That's the the, the number one pastime. You know what I'm saying? They like to try to poke holes in your character and call you out on your actions. And when it comes to responding to this shit, I think there's sometimes you gotta do it. Like we talk about Megan. If you're in the public sphere, like you are a public person, you are an entertainer or public or a person in political office or someone who lives their life in the public, public figure, you kind of have to respond to shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, and but and that kind of goes against what I think is player. I think a play, something that's player is like, you don't have to respond to everything, especially when it's lies. But then it's like, we talk about Trey Song shit to open with. He came in and tried to defend himself and kind of made it worse. Yeah, like nasty. You look nasty. You started showing DMs and text messages, and like, oh damn, you're doing the internet shit. You're showing text messages. You're you're showing DMs. You're talking about people. You know what I'm saying? It's like people who are quote unquote might not be on your level status wise. You know what I'm saying? And it's like it's for sure a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope because once you start playing in the once you start playing that internet game, which which is like just playing with people's perception of things and how things come off and there's not a lot of nuance, then you kind of lost. Yeah. Because when you talk about Master P, he, that's a family issue. Family should, family be, should be held in real. the house. Should be family held in his real. Whether yeah. it be your brother, your sister, your mother, your children, that shit is real. And I don't always think that, especially that, like, is there even a place for that on the internet? Like they talking about C murder, Bro, he's in jail. That dude gets no realer than that. Like, he lost his freedom. Yeah. And for people to start, start to throw stones at like, well, you're not there for him, and you're not doing that. It's like for you to respond on the internet, it's kind of giving the negativity what it wants. Because right. people, because guess what? A lot of people clicking in and watching that. We looking at that thread. We're clicking on that post and reading the paragraph about people talking shit about people. And those are the things that get the most views. We know for a fact positivity is positivity is play. Negativity really isn't. But on the internet, what gets the most views? Negativity. What gets the most likes, retweets? What gets the most reposts? What gets the most story views? It's the negativity when you're in drama. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to oh, shit, I, uh, I did something positive. I'm taking care of my mental health. I'm, no one wants to hear about that shit. <laughs> we want to hear about how C-Murder is, is how Monica's still in love with C-Murder and C-Murder has a wife who's talking shit about Monica. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, 
Well, as we talk, as we uh, dive into this, man, my mind is racked because I don't know if there's any way to do the internet shit like. But we like, do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, people's baby mamas come out all the time and say, you oh. know, he ain't paying my, you know, child support. He ain't giving me kids. He ain't giving the kids money, blah, blah, blah. And you could really be doing, you could really be taking care of your kids or whatever. Uh, but she might be mad and you might miss one payment one month. And now, like, you look like a deadbeat. And now you got to explain to people you don't know and you don't care. Yeah, you got to explain to them your financial situation. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm one, I've never been in the situation, so I don't know how to react. So it's like, you could do the player thing. Thank God you could do the, like, you know, we could suggest you do the player thing and hit that nigga up or hit this shorty up, you know, on an actual cell phone and get connected that way. But in the public court of uh, the, the, the court of public opinion, if they don't know that you did anything, it looks like you didn't do anything, but you could have, Dated it two weeks ago on a cell phone call or pulled up to the person. But because mm-hmm. you do you get the player thing and not, you know, live stream your whole interaction or some shit. Now yes. it's like you look like you ain't do shit. Now you look like a sucker. So it's like that, I, it's just like that shit. Like if you didn't like if you didn't take a picture, did it really happen? That type yes. of shit. It's like say say Master P actually uh has shit out over the phone. But he didn't make a post about it. The world doesn't know about it, but they know about the first post that someone said slandering him. You know what I'm saying? It's and and, and I and I'm definitely an advocate. Of like reality is real. The internet is not yeah. real. The internet is something totally different from reality. But I do think there is a place for you to address things. But it's all about how you address it. I think number one, never yell or cry. Or scream into your phone and post a video. Okay, so let's, never, uh, let's get let's get three. I, three I got two top, okay, so you got two. I'll I'll, I'll put one. So never you cry. Never you should never post a video of you yelling, screaming, crying, or brandishing weapons or arguing with someone on the internet. Actually, okay. I might have three. I might have three. Okay. Uh, number two, never make a post. That's more than four to six lines long. Yes. If yes. you gotta go, if you gotta go into something that's fifteen or sixteen lines, or you gotta fucking unravel this shit like a scroll, and it's and it's about some real shit, it's probably not no one, something. No one's reading it. Again, no, no one's reading it. it. And if yeah. they are reading, and if the people that are reading are the messy people that are just gonna try to spin it. Yeah. And um, I guess the last thing is anything that's legal that deals with legal shit where you might be incriminating yourself or talking about something that's going on in the court of law or that could get you in legal trouble i don't think you do it like see murder shit has to do with lawyers and the legal system in in louisiana there there are people that are going to be taking everything you do on social media and possibly and they're going to use it to either negatively affect you in court and that goes down to the young nigga that's beef like if you beefing with somebody in your neighborhood if you get on social media and start cussing them out and dissing them on the internet, I can guarantee if that nigga winds up shot or dead, you go oh, to court, yeah. they're taking your post where you like, well, hey, you were you said JoJo ain't gonna live. JoJo's not dead anymore. And we have this we have this one minute video of you 
cursing out JoJo on your Instagram page. Yeah, the fans Or on your Snapchat. Fans is watching. Or you went live, and we have your live stream. You know what I'm saying? So no, no, no emotional outbursts on camera. No long essays on, or what, what, what they say on the read? iOS press releases. Yes. And in no legal, no legal, legally incriminating activities or posts. And I feel like if you keep those three, you'll probably be able to keep a player. Because the most unplayer shit is when niggas get on camera and like, what the fuck? You a yeah, bitch. That's not player. I'm going to fuck you up. You trying to say I don't care about my brother? Bitch, da, da, da. You know what I'm saying? And guess what? We're emotional creatures as humans. But I know what the internet does. The internet is not what is sacred on the internet, Briss? What is Nothing. sacred? Nothing. You would think women and children are, but it's not. So Nothing. I've seen, um, I seen videos of people giving their kid weed to smoke. I've seen people, I've seen the most evil, there's dark, there's too much darkness on the internet for you to actually go, we talk, go full internet. Um, so going full internet, nigga, is just not going to, it's not going to be good. So I would I think I have to. I have one more that if you aren't the so if someone's trying to expose you and you do the player thing of reaching out to them behind the scenes, that you ask them to take down a post and to also say it's been handled or whatever on their on their social media platform. So that gives justification to whoever their followers are that the situation is null and void you don't need to go ahead and i like if someone came to me and tried to expose me and i handled it i'm gonna tell them look all right it's handled now you go back on your social media and say it's handled or whatever so that people get justification that it's done because i'm not doing it on my end because i don't want to give i didn't start off i didn't post on my page to start off with so i don't need the post to be ended you can post to end it, you know what I'm saying? Just so that people have the justification. Um, thought I make, had make that retraction post. You need that retraction. Yeah, yeah you need the retraction post. Um, I had another one, but I can't think about it. I think those those four, you should be good. You know what I'm saying? You should that that should hold you down if you get into any type of drama. Oh, it's number five, and it was a person who said. Do not say you don't do internet shit oh, yeah. on the internet. Yeah. You are on the internet. You have yeah. to get a Wi-Fi connection or something to yeah. post what you're saying. So you are already doing what you're saying you're not doing, which makes you a liar and a hypocrite. Yes. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just don't do it. Now, what do you, we, we what do you, have to, what do you suggest if you have to explain yourself? Especially when, say someone's like just outright lies on you and then everyone's believing it. I do believe in you stating facts for the public. Like you said, if you're a public figure, even if you got like a community of your friends and family that's on the internet and someone is trying to defame you or say something, or say a lie about you, point out the flaws in the argument. We, we talk about fallacies on the show all the time. You need to point out the flaws. If they don't have no facts, point out that they don't have no facts. But like I said, you got to go back to rule number one. You cannot be irate. You cannot be emotional. You need to be as stoic as possible, especially because your, your emotions, they're going to use it against you. Oh, he's only mad because he know he got caught. Or she's only mad 
because he know he a lot. You know what I'm saying? And that that shit is. That's, I just hate the mess, bro. Like, yeah. Instead of going in and throwing and breaking more shit, come in that motherfucker with a Swiffer and try to clean it up. And sometimes yeah. you need to clean shit up, especially when you're under attack for some shit. Oh, and also admit you're wrong if you were wrong. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. don't like to do that. So let's uh let's uh let's let's run back this list again. So number one, I think the number one should always be don't say you don't you don't do internet shit because you're doing internet shit. Don't state it. Don't number state two, it. don't cry, don't yell, don't get mad at the screen. Into you know, your phone and then post yeah, it. Yeah. Don't do that. Number three, what was this? Uh, no no paragraphs, no long essays. Yeah, no long paragraphs. Um, number four, make sure that the person that the you handle it, they do a retraction post. Yes, you need, they need to make things. sure that whatever they said to try to like come at you or whatever, that once you address it offline, that they go online and update the people on what happened. Yeah. Them, the person that started it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because um, going back and forth looks crazy. Yeah. Number five, definitely have your receipts. Facts. Um, yeah. Have your facts. Shout out to my man. Uh, well, he's not my man, but shout out to Justin Bieber. They tried to get him out the way with two random accounts oh, yeah. saying he uh, raped women. And he was like, no, no, no. I wasn't even in this part of town during this day. Here's a receipt of my uh, hotel. You know what I'm saying? Blah, blah, blah. That's how Try you again. do receipts. That's how you do receipts. Don't post DMs to be messy again. Just yeah. post like, you know, if you got to post, post location receipts. You know, I wasn't even in this part of and this, city. And I feel like all these things are, we're, we're giving free public relations services right now. Like, yes. we should be, whole time, like, Mazu Talks is basically, a, is, is basically a consultant firm at the end of the day. We're at, the point, at this point, at this point. At this point, we're just consultants. So yeah. if you come to us and ask how you can handle something, this is what we would tell you. Um, so those are five things for sure. Like, I think you should ugh. be good after that. Yeah, man. Because, yeah. And, and, then if, and then also, sometimes it's good to have other people vouch for you and, like, fight your battles for you. Like, so say Chris Brown. So, like, instead of Trey Songz going himself and posting um, those DMs, he could have got five joints that he fucked <laughs> come up. And been like, no, I fucked Trey on this day, and now nah, that didn't happen. And then have and those and that add like you said, that probably to number four, like have your receipts. No, I have five women that I fucked in the last month, and they will tell you how I am. Yeah, this is how I treat the women that I sleep with. Yeah, these, these women are, are are sensationalizing things to try to bring me down because that's what people do on the internet, bro. People turn people put five on five and try to make it ten. If people people st they st they they try to sensationalize the shit for the attention, bro. We know attention is a drug, and we have to acknowledge that in the beginning. Internet shit is about attention. I post a picture, I want people to like it. I want people to if I post something funny, I want people to laugh. I want people to retweet it. I want people like I I want it. Now, do I need it? No, because I think the shit's funny. That's why I posted it. But it's good to get that confirmation. Mm -hmm. Now we we know, especially when men and women are trying to be messy, they want as much uh much people agreeing with them as possible. So they're gonna sensationalize, they're gonna take, they're gonna things like I said, they can put five on, they can put five on that five, try to make it ten. They're gonna fucking try to multiply and double down on the shit. You know what I'm saying? And and some people are really good at it. Like Takashi, six nine, 
that motherfucker good at sensationalizing some shit. He he's a he's a, he he's good at it. For better or for worse, he knows how to play that internet shit. Yeah. But I think he's he, niggas have seen his game, and people are watching. Like I said, people are watching for the for the crash. People are just waiting for the crash. You know what I'm saying? So don't don't be somebody that people are just waiting for you to like crash. Don't be tired. Remember Tyrese when Tyrese was going through his meltdowns? He did yeah. every he did everything wrong. <laughs> he, he he definitely violated like four of our rules. He fucking posted pictures of uh, Jada Pinkett's number. He cried on Joe. He cried. He he loved to have a paragraph. That nigga want to yeah. write essays. He still write paragraphs. I have to follow that boy. And then he want to call people and then try to like show the call. You know what I'm saying? Like he was doing everything wrong. Like yeah, you can't. And just just for more context of this conversation. The internet is not real. It's very hard to take real player things and translate it to the internet where that is not the rule. The rule on the internet is be as as much of a spectacle as possible. That's what the internet is about. Um, Garner, attract the most attention, the most comments, the most retweets. That's what the internet is about. Let me call this nigga a pussy ass nigga and, and and point the gun and point the gun at the at my phone. That's getting more views than me. No, what he said was untrue. It is untrue because on the on the date of July fourteenth, I was at this location. I have my hotel receipt. That's not getting as many views as nigga. You a motherfucking liar, nigga. Pull up on me right now. Like it's not. It's just not. You know so. Understanding that will help you navigate the internet shit better. Understanding that the rules for the internet are not the rules for the real world. And, and to follow the great Nipsey on Right Hand of God, he says, but it's some shit they gonna think and it's some shit they gonna say. Mm-hmm. They, gonna, they gonna think that, they can think all the words, but they won't say it to your face. They'll say it on online, but they won't say it and, better, and, we, and we saw how Nipsey had, like, Nipsey was in a lot of shit, but have you ever seen Nipsey get out of his character like that? Nope. No, he, and that comes with a lot, it comes with a, a knowledge of self and, and an awareness of, of how goofy people act. And what, and then some people do it and they play right into, I'm like, you can't see the setup, bro. Like, some people try to set shit up and people, fall. Oh, I see the waves, bro. I see, I see oh, you know, I'm back, I'm back, you know, I'm back. You know, it took a little bit. <laughs> it like it turns out, I got, I, I, I hit, I hit a rapid, and I was like, God damn. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't even remember what I was saying. But uh, yeah, man, Nipsey. Matter of fact, what would Nipsey do? Ask yourself that. What would Nipsey do? And that will help you navigate this internet shit, because he has a lot of, a lot of, a lot of uh, interviews where he talked about, yo, let the motherfuckers expose themselves. Let the goofy person do the goofy shit. And he also had, and I believe it was, um. On the end of one of his songs, I figured out he was like, um, "We have to manage how we react to disrespect. We have to, yeah. we have to, especially in hip hop. That's what he said. He was talking about how we react to disrespect needs to change, in this, especially in this internet age. Back in the day, young people, you disrespect me, I'm I'm riding the bus, <laughs> I'm riding your <laughs> bus <laughs> to your neighborhood, and, and I'm coming to see you. In this world." Niggas not riding the bus to where niggas live at to fight them one-on-one. Niggas is in their house, and we're going to tweet at you, or I'm going to IG you. That's what it is. So understand the rules is different now.
and let and let these niggas expose themselves. Like but niggas who believe lies too. That's why it's kind of annoying because people will believe a lie. Yeah, listen, Charlamagne and God said I keep pulling. I can't believe I pulled a quote from Charlamagne, but he said that uh, people will believe the lie if the lie is more entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody loves a good. Everybody loves to be entertained. Now, if it's at the expense of the truth, people are okay with letting the truth, you know, be voided out because uh, the lie is way more entertaining for your daily life. So you just got to remember that. And most times, mm-hmm. um, you know, in general, you should you should always you can only react to. You can only give uh, energy to how you want to give energy out, right? So if you give energy out, don't be mad with how people respond to it. So mm-hmm. if you out here, I think people people feed off energy. If somebody's doing internet shit for you, trying to expose them, expose you, and you just like, you know, I'm going to just cool it out, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to handle it on the background. I'm not going to give you that energy in public to feed into this shit. That's going to mm-hmm. just... That's gonna piss them off so much more mm-hmm. than if you go back and forth with them arguing over on live or some shit. You know what I'm saying? People feed off that shit. And now you mm-hmm. now you lose. You lose regardless. That's so a fact. At the end of the day, you don't wanna lose over some nigga that you probably don't even care about. Exactly. People are parasites. They're they're sucking your in their energy. Uh, they're energy vampires. They're, they're, they 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 feed off. If you're not giving up them nothing for them to feed <laughs> off of, you know what I'm saying you're not throwing you're not throwing gasoline on the fire. That's that's a very good method for you to manage all this internet shit. Because listen, you know everyone like it's funny that everyone knows this shit is goofy and everybody knows this shit is fake, but we still will fall victim to it. You know when it happens to us, like you know it, it's. It's a shame, like, we sometimes you can't, it's like, it's chess, you know what I'm saying? You got to see a couple moves ahead, but sometimes, like, motherfuckers get caught up in it, and then, like, next thing you know, you're you're crying on, on your phone. Shout out to the show, What We Do in the Shadows. I caught that reference. Thank you. Hey, shout out to my <laughs> man, you hip. I was going to say, but I didn't know if people get the reference. What We Do in the Shadows, they're different type of vampires. Some vampires drink blood, some vampires drain your energy, and there's an energy vampire on the show, and all he does is, he does annoying shit to try to <laughs> drain you of all your energy. Like, everything. You know what I'm saying? And then, it's a great show. What we do in the shadows, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, that was a good deep dive. Hopefully, you guys, I'll write the, we'll write the, the the steps to not do the internet shit on our posts. Yeah, that might be my tweet of the week. You know how I try to send out that one tweet, like, telling people yes. what to do? That might be part of my shit. So again, we're a consulting service at this point. Listen to us, we'll keep you out of a lot of trouble. And as we continue to keep people out of trouble, let's um let's answer a couple questions before we get out of here. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh this question says, uh my uh my gosh. So she says, uh, I think this is a female. So she says, My guy friend's girlfriend act like she's cool with me in front of him. But when it's just me and her, she cusses me out and threatens me. I do not want to tell him and interfere with the relationship. What should I do? I say you throw the ones. <laughs> Slap that bitch. Yeah, I just definitely like, you know, I give me five in the in, in the in the in the bathroom, give me five minutes in the bathroom or in the closet, 
Bernie Fade, you don't gotta tell you don't gotta tell him. Mm-hmm. But you definitely gotta stand up for yourself, you know what I'm saying? Or you can't let nobody violate you regardless if that's your friend or not. And if it's not and if you tell your friend that and he's feeling the type of way he doesn't believe you, then good riddance. So, you know what I'm saying? You already said what I think. I'm like, why are you just letting this girl disrespect you? Like, um, what are you doing? Maybe you need to look at yourself. What are you doing to dis- to for to garner this disrespect? And if you ain't doing shit, you need to check her. Mm-hmm. I would check her before I would check her because she's pulling you to the side, cussing you out. I would check her first directly, like, yo, I don't know why you feel comfortable enough to talk to me like that. I'm friends with your man. We're just friends. I don't understand this disrespect. And then you could go brisk his step and get your get your five minutes, lock in, maybe slap her ass. And then, um, <laughs> and then if you're not a fighter, once you address her directly, you know what I'm saying, with with the with her disrespect, then if that doesn't do anything, then I would go to my friend and be like, yo, I don't know what's going on. You need to talk to your person. You need to cause that's your friend. You need to talk to your girl. Whenever you leave the room, she be out here just being wild, disrespectful. I ain't done nothing. You need to check her. So for sure, first step, you need to address that disrespect because I don't understand why you coming at me with all this type of energy. You know what I'm saying? And get to the bottom of that. If you can't get to the bottom of that, beat her ass. If you can't beat her ass, <laughs> if you can't beat her ass, go talk to your homeboy. Be like, yo, you need to check your girl. Because that is probably the number one. That's probably that's the probably the best one of the best things to tell somebody, yo, you need to get your man's. Like, get your man's. Yeah. Get your girl. Like, because everyone knows that sometimes that's there's only one person, especially in this in this situation, there's only one person that could really, you know what I'm saying, change it. If she's not addressed, if she's coming at you wild, it's him. Yo, you need to get your girl. I'm your friend. That's your girl. You need to you need to straighten this out. Yeah, all right. Okay, this one's a little doozy. This is a doozy right here. So that was the warm up. A doozy. Uh, so this one says, uh, my sexy boyfriend has a baby-sized penis. Oh, fuck. It wouldn't be an issue if he tried to please me in other ways. But he's lazy and selfish in bed. He only wants oral sex, and then he ignores me while I do it. Most times I'm just breathing hard and chewing gum down there. <laughs> she asks for advice. Break up, break up with him. <laughs> <laughs> Break up. Why are you still with him? Break up with him. Um, if you're not satisfied, that's sex is a big part of relationship. Um, it's not the only thing, but it is uh, one of the things. Uh, I say break up with him, especially if he's not doing other things to please you. Um, maybe even say like, hey, um, his address it straight on, like, hey. Maybe you need to tell him, like, straight on, yo, you don't have the biggest penis. I need you to do more. <laughs> like, and, like, now, I don't, you, you don't need to demean him and belittle him. But uh, if he's being very lazy, I think he needs to, he needs to do better. Like, uh, you talking about he's sexy, but he got a mini, a mini dick. Uh, you get, he got to come up big in other areas. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Penis size matters. It does matter. That is, everyone knows this. Size matters. And um, he need to come through. He need to bring out his little back bag, black bag with a dildo. This is my second time referencing black bag on this episode. I want people to catch that. Um, bring, out, bring out his black bag, maybe a vibrator, dildo, some oils, uh, work his tongue, uh, 
I'm saying? Anal, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to Angela Yee. This is the first time I ever shouted her out. I, I really, damn, I'm not gonna shout out Angela Yee. Never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you need to talk to him. And if you, if you don't feel comfortable enough talking to him, you just need to break up with him. And if he asks you why, tell him that he's trash in the bedroom. Yeah. And do it one-on-one. Don't try to expose him online. Like, you'll be like, look, the penis is little and you're not doing enough. It's over. Yeah, communication is key. Definitely start there. I would be a little bit more passive aggressive on the, maybe, um, like, so I'll give you one step. First one, communicate. That don't work. Second one, leave, like, some uh, blue chew on, a, on the counter. You know what I'm saying? Um, bro, she said he she be giving him neck and he don't be responsive. Like she just be chewing gum, bro. Like, what's Bluetooth gonna do with that? Give you, give you, uh, like my man Wax said, nine hour meat. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the Bluetooth will just get him more sexually aroused. Oh yeah, because Bluetooth just doesn't make your dick hard. It like kind of gets your libido going. Yeah, yeah, it gets you going. So maybe a Bluetooth or a Viagra. He just doesn't know that he needs it. So maybe you need to do what uh, uh, people did with dogs and put it in his treat. You know what I'm saying? Put it in his meal, you know, before his dinner. I'm, am I advising her to drug him? I might be. You say, I, I, might, might. I think I might be advising this woman to drug this man with some uh, blue chew or Viagra. So I would do that. Or, you know, I'm being outlandish right now, but you definitely try that. Uh, ask him what the fuck going on. What the fuck is going on? She's been allowing this behavior. Like, yeah, she has, and she shouldn't be condoning this. You know what? This might be. You know, you know what? You see how everything goes full circle. This might be a city girl. You know what I'm oh, saying? The bag. There's a she bag said he was there. Sexy. She said he was like sexy. women. Women are not gonna be. All right, listen, men. All we have is our money and our dick sizes. So one of them is not. Uh, working well or not up to par. The other one is a uh, you know it takes it has to work harder. Has to work harder. Like if you lose one of your senses, the other senses work harder. So obviously this nigga has a little dick, but he's got a woman that continues to suck little meat. So obviously he must be paid. <laughs> <laughs> she talked about she be down there chewing gum. That is so disrespectful. <laughs> so I advise you know what? I'm changing my advice. I advise you to go get whatever you need out this nigga's pockets and then leave. You know, that was my first thing break up with him. Yeah, because yeah. uh, sex is all about nonverbal stuff most of the time. Like, yes, yeah, some things you need to verbally communicate. I was like, no, do this, get here, get there. But um, yeah, she got. I'm giving a nigga head. Yeah, stop. Yeah, when and then when he'd be like, why? He'd be like, yo, you don't. Yeah, there you go. Stop giving him head. <laughs> and break up <laughs> yeah bro this, this is like this is crazy you talk about doozy this is a doozy shit you're not happy you're not happy yeah. your happiness comes first and as we say on this podcast it's not selfish it's self first yes sir yes ma'am yeah, yeah you, you deserve you deserve you deserve to be pleased you know what actually I think get you a side nigga obviously like, this nigga got to have money, like I said. So run his nigga pockets, get you a side nigga who can take care of you and just suck this nigga dry of his money. So, and, <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
And then uh, you'll be sexually pleased. You can have bef- best of both worlds. I mean, so, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. mad at that. Yeah, she deserves, she deserves a... To Definitely deserves a side nigga. You deserve a side nigga, especially if you... You said he's sexy. You probably like him aesthetically, his looks. But in the bedroom, he's trash. I think people need to tell people about themselves sometimes, you know? We talked about How shaming next week. If, if we talked no about shaming talking, last week. Huh? We talked about shaming last week. Yeah, shame that nigga, bro. Like, bro, you low meat and you don't eat the pussy and you don't do nothing, bro. Get out of here, bro. Yeah. You can't be low meat and then <laughs> you gotta shame that nigga. Low meat gotta eat. <laughs> low meat gotta <laughs> eat the pussy. You can't be low meat and not out here taking care of your lady. Oh, so Shorty definitely gotta be like, look, before I even give you, hey, you gotta, you gotta top me off. Like, you gotta be more. Bro, it's crazy. It's crazy a woman telling a nigga you gotta top me off. <laughs> She's like, I need to top before I even get off. Before we even start this, you gotta top me off. <laughs> you gotta be more aggressive. You gotta put your foot down, Shorty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she, she's allowing this to happen, and she she needs to get up out. It's not a good situation. So navigate it the best you can. Take some of our advice or all of our advice, but yeah. Yeah, that's uh, those are questions for this week. You know, I think I might change our Instagram bio to. Uh, Consultation service, consultation oh, we, company. We for sure consultants, dog. Like we, like at this point, like for sure, we are like niggas need to. We're giving this away for free, for 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 a while. But this trial is running out, people. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. So, if you have any more questions, uh, listeners, you can always send us. Uh, you can always DM us or send us emails at uh, mazeltalkthepod at gmail.com. I'm saying this game is this game is is free. It's pretty good. For now, it's free. Yeah. All right. Um so let's uh let's go to the uh, last segment of the week is our small black business of the week. Um next week I'll talk more about you know my newest venture, but I want to shout out to uh you know my brother, my man uh Ryan Reg, you know what I'm saying, Reggie Douglas. Um, and uh, Warriors and Rogue DMV. Uh, you know, Reggie has been talking about this for a long time since I've known him, about starting up his own fashion line. He's really big in the streetwear, uh, street fashion, you know, part of the culture and things like that. So he's really, he's putting, he's putting the, the gas to the, to the pedal to the metal on um, his shirts. So he's, uh, I saw you had a shirt recently uh, from him. I got a shirt that I locked in with the uh, Vampires in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to him. I want you guys to look at look at look at his uh his website. You know, I'm seeing a lot, a lot of a lot of jiggy shit actually, you know what I'm saying? Um brands and you know, people that we probably wouldn't even thought about that you see that people see at other uh websites. So shout out to my man Reggie. I think he's got hats on the way. Um, you know, holding down a DMV. Yes, sir. You can follow him at Warriors and Rogue DMV or the same thing with uh, his regular Instagram. I think his website is on the way. So shout out to my nigga Reggie. I want to see you win. You know what I'm saying? Keep grinding, my brother. I promise you don't want to go to war, bitch. Uh, shout out Reg, man. Shout out to Reg. I love my shirt. I can't wait for the next one to come out. Um, We're going to transition on. Right into the spiritual segment of the week. Like I said, I don't have a lot of 
I don't have answers, but I have a lot of questions. I don't have all the answers, but I have a lot of questions. And um, this one, I just want to give you five things that can help your uh, spirituality and get you through the week. Um, I try to do these five things daily. I might have said this on a podcast before, but it never hurts to say them again. Five, these five things, I, I feel like they help with your spiritual balance and they also help um, keep your, and they help with your mental health as well. Um, so five things are pray, read, whether it be a book, uh, educate yourself about something or the Bible or the Quran or the Torah, whatever you choose to read, um, write, write out your thoughts, write out your feelings. Um, maybe you want to write something creative. Um, just, just get a pen and a paper or even in your, in your notes on your phone, write. Number four is meditate. Um, there are a lot of different ways to meditate, a lot of different breathing, uh, a lot of different ways to meditate, a lot of, you know what I'm saying, whether it's from breathing or listening to nature sounds or whatever. Uh, you could do a little research on meditation. You can find the best one for you. Try out different ways to meditate. Number five is exercise. Um, everyone knows exercise is really good for you health-wise. You know what I'm saying? It helps, uh, uh, helps your, uh, your body image, too. If you're dealing with some body image issues, you could drop a little weight, tone some things up. And also just helps you feel better, you know what I'm saying? You get that after work, uh, the after workout feeling. And um, it definitely just helps you feel like you've been productive in a day, which helps your mental health. Um, so five things I recommend for this week. Pray, read, write, meditate, exercise. If you could go a whole week and do those five things every day, I promise you, like, you'll feel like you've accomplished something. And you'll feel like you've uh, made some strides to get better as a human. That's it. Thank you, Terry, for this week. I think one thing I realized with these spiritual moments of the week is that uh, Black people should really evaluate white Christianity, um, especially with how you know slave owners and you know colonists, uh, colonizers use Christianity to really take away a lot of our you know, a lot of our history, you know, from Africa and things like that, you know, because African people and African-Americans and black people were very spiritual. And mm -hmm. I mean, you see that with Christianity, but like there's thousands of religions that we came from. So I like that we stay in the spiritual realm instead of just speaking on just like, you know, Christianity or any specific religion, because you no know, black people, we're not monolithic in terms of religion. Mm -hmm. so, like I said, last week I, shouted out, last week I shouted out Islam, and, you know, like I said, this is not about just one religion. It's just about being in touch with your, your spirituality and understanding that you're, you're a being inside of this vessel. Like, you are not, you know what I'm saying? We identify with these bodies, but when you die, what do you think happens? You yeah. Know your soul is inside this body, so you need to take care of your soul. And that's what these things do. Like, you know what I'm saying? We, by, by taking care of your body, it helps your soul. You know what I'm saying? Because this is what your soul inhabits. So, like, those things all work together. So, you mm. know what I'm saying? It's not just about God and Christ and Christian. It's not just about Christ. You know what I'm saying? There, there, are other, there are other prophets, too. You know what I'm saying? And studying those, you know what I'm saying? You might find what works for you better. Maybe Christianity just, especially, especially the structure of religion may not... Uh, really be for you, you know what I'm saying? And spirituality might be a better path for you to take and just 
getting into that, you know, will help you just become a better person, man. We just trying to live good, you know what I'm saying? And spirituality is the promise. You you try to you try to you try to make it in this world without that. <laughs> good luck. Yeah, man. All right. So, you know, another week, another week of great content, another week of player advice, consultation, you know, getting you through the rest of what I don't even know what the fuck is going on in 2020. You know what I'm saying? If you made it this far, God bless. And we're going to try to, you know, we're going to, Lord willing, we're going to make it to the 2021 and all this shit will be the past. We can look at this and smile and say, yo, this is the greatest year of my life. You know what I'm saying? We can tell our kids 20 years from now, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? 2020 was a wild year, whatever. So, wow, wow. So, uh, remember, you can follow us on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. Uh, you know, follow us on the gram, shit like that. Post it. We play our shit. Post our shit. We post, uh, comment on our shit. Engage with our shit. You know what I'm saying? We love all interactions. Um, and remember, on the path to playerdom, there are three rules to success. Stay true to yourself. Stay true, stay true to the code. And remember to wear a mask and wash your hands. So, uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Model Talks, man. We'll see you next week, baby.
Gwinnett County. Go. Pull up, I skirt in that Audi. Go. Hit 200 on the highway. Go. Skip going crazy in the Mazzy. Uh. Drop like Nick called body. Woo. Next day, I pull up in the Rory. Versace in my bed, nothing hardest. I'm selling them burgers like hardest. My white boy, he told me I'm gnarly. White boy. It's a knock, get my front door. Oh. 12 kicking in my front door. Go. Go. Now we running out the back door. The money go where I go, smoking on gelato, foreign car, swerving pajo, bad bitch, she from Chicago, she freaky, she gon' bust it, she think it fuck on lust, I got her from my cousin, so what, cause we don't love her, fuck that, I wanna hear from the back, Bet what smoking is fat, dressing like I got a set. I pull up, jump out the bed. Bad bitch in the air fat. Photo cool, she got a hat. Huh? On his ass, I might crash that. Car got gadget, my bitch got ass. Expensive glasses, like I'm teaching class. Too afraid to take out the trash. Fresh. Fred that wears my cash. Fresh. I always stay with a sass. I'm always late with the fast. Teacher gave me an F, that fantastic. Fear diamonds on me, look how they flash.